you are now tuned in to Drink This Podcast. Matt and Paul G. Chatting top quality. You know they always got a free talk policy. Guests speak honestly. No apology. Full spectrum from politics to comedy. Please listen responsibly. A few brew in, chance of animosity. A couple more brew when the crew getting wobbly. No matter this, the park place of podcast monopoly. Drink this podcast. Is that show... It's done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They done wrapped for- it up last year. Have you found something that's remotely close with all the other kind of clones and imitation shit? Um, not that does nothing that quite scratches that itch for like intrigue and drama like that. Nothing that I'm like, oh my god, this I'm so into. One thing I have been watching that you might appreciate is uh, that McMillions show. Have you ever seen that? McMillions. Yeah. So it's about how like. Some guy rigged the uh, the monopoly the McDonald's monopoly game for like the better part of twenty years. No way. Yeah, it's it's fucking fascinating. I I like that kind of shit. That always intrigues me. I've been learning more about the market the last weeks. Yeah, I bet. Haven't we all? Because <laughs> like I've I've had some investments, but most of them are more like non engaged shit. And I'm like, hmm, things go down. Buy when it's cheap. People fucking go crazy and buy everything. You should probably sell it. Like, I know some basic fundamentals, but yeah. I'm really trying to learn the process behind actually researching companies and shit. Neat. Which is always neat. And I don't have my pen. Anyway, Eric, remember McMillions. We'll have a look into that. She's good at remembering things. Well, someone's got to be. Did you guys get a huge pile of snow last night? A bit, yeah. It kind of dumped on us. Nothing I mean, too bad. It pretty. I'm a... <laughs> uh, Mason took his Audi to get the clutch redone yesterday. And I was like, oh, I'll come pick you up. I'll just follow you. I'll leave you know, 10 minutes after. Yeah. And I went out to my car, flat tire. Oh, no. Right as it's starting to snow, I'm like, <laughs> But I put the donut on and I'll deal with it today or tomorrow. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Fair, fair, yeah. fair, fair, fair. Give me the flow. Erica, all good? Or you have one more pound of pound of sound? <laughs> We're good Getting to go. The, the red light is recording, which means go, right? Yes. Yes. The red red light means go. In this instance only. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome to Drink This Podcast Daily Check-Ins. Uh, this is the where the uh, uh, I keep fucking up and trying to say we're an Edmonton-based podcast. We're a podcast day where two. we. Yeah. Welcome to the to day three of the Drink This Pod Daily Check-Ins. Uh, this is uh, a kind of a side episode where we uh, we talk to some friends of the show, some friends of ours. We check in with them and how they're handling and working with the new normal. Today, my guest is very good friend of the show, longtime guest podcast theme composer extraordinaire and publishing magnate andrew ironmonger say hello andrew hello i've ascended to magnate publishing magnate like fucking um oh i was gonna make a joke and now the the name is gone it's not as funny william randolph hearst sure uh look it up uh he he's who citizen kane is based on oh okay so like he was a newspaper mogul in like 
the early part of the 20th century and kind of was a super powerful dude at the time. How many hands, how many things do you have to have your hand in to become a mogul? To be a mogul? Yeah. I, I think like it's, it, it doesn't have to be multiple like industries. Like I think you, you want to focus on one area of expertise, but I feel like more than five ventures before you're a mogul. Gotcha. Or maybe there's some kind of a full worth that they can assess you at that be like, okay, this guy's a mogul. Like he's 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 ascended from just generally doing something. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing in uh, in this time of isolation, my friend? Are you guys uh, safe and healthy? We are very safe. Uh, I was supposed to say we're very healthy as Erica coughs off screen. <laughs> yeah, as somebody who regularly uses their lungs for recreational purposes, they're like, it's fine. I'm not sick. Like everybody, calm down. yeah uh no we're we're good we we do work well some work during the day mm-hmm. um like mace has still got his projects to work on through engineering so he's doing does that during the day i've got beer guy stuff up. oh you're dragging a little bit um we've kind of made it a ritual around four sometimes five maybe six but usually around we call it the hour uh we meet at the bar i know this is audio you're recording but yeah. we installed a bar at Ooh. the end of the dining room nice um, because what I miss most is going to the bar. Is obviously, you know, yeah, just t- chatting with people, having a having a pint at the pub. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we at the bar. So now I have a place to go have a beer. Um, but usually around, right, we kind of coordinate. The three of us get together, and one of us will make a cocktail or two. One of us brings out some little nibble snacks, and one of us will put together. Usually, Eric will put together like a, a charcuterie board or something like that too. Yeah, and we can just all go and play some music. Sometimes we have themes. We did uh, afternoon tea on the Sunday. Oh, that's fun. And dressed up, Erica made, you know, crustless cucumber sandwiches and uh, salmon pate sandwiches and had little, you know, mushroom pastries and all the things. We didn't have to go shopping for it. It was just all the shit that was, like, in the house or in the freezer. Right. And it was fancy as fuck. We drank cocktails out of China tea sets. Like, it was just <laughs> stupid. It was... <laughs> well, it's nice that you're finding ways to make uh, to make life continue to be normal. That's good. Well, that's the thing is that that wasn't even a thing before. <laughs> like, it was nice, you know, if you have a work day and then you meet someone later on, you're like, hey, let's meet here for a drink or whatever, yeah. right? Work day. That's kind of the idea behind it. But it's, oh, it's lovely. And that's what the British should be doing with tea for such a long time if you'd have like a snack and tea whatever the other day. But yeah, you got to get that afternoon sugar rush in. You got to get a little, like, little energy in you, a little fuel. Yeah. And a little aperitivo. Uh, like Negronis are a big workhorse over here. Oh yeah, um, getting some just... out of the Campari stock. Oh hell's yeah, and yeah. Aperol too. It's good to cut them. Huh? I never to... thought to do one with Aperol. Yeah, just do half and half uh, Campari and Aperol. Mm. Does that have a name, or is it just a? Is it just a? Um... I think I've just kind of turned it into like Erica's Negroni, Araconi. <laughs> well, we'll we'll uh, workshop the name. Yeah, we'll workshop but, that uh, name. Yeah, because we love Aperol, and with it's just straight Aperol, it's too sweet. And with two with straight Campari, it could be a little jarring. Yeah, you're not a you're not a fan of the straight pure bitterness. I like it, but it's just it's more drinkable when you blend them. It's yeah. it's like the sweet spot. Nice. By which I mean, <laughs> I'm joining. <laughs> right. Um. So, but the guide marches on. So, for those who who longtime listeners will know, Andrew publishes is one of the people behind the Alberta Craft Beer. Guide, guidebook, guidecast, uh, 
hence why I refer to him as a publishing mogul, does the guide soldier on? I guess you guys are quarterly, so once you get one out, you're good to go for... Yeah, the timing was, like, we distributed probably 80%, 85% of our books right as shit was hitting the fan. Right. As far as, like, restrictions and, like, beware and before really the hammer came down, um, we got our, our, our guidance out and our, and our launch parties happened. Um, the good thing is that we don't have any debt. Um, so if let's say like, you know, my plan is to produce the next issue of the guide. If all of a sudden all the sponsors and all the distributors aren't in business or they don't want to carry it or they want to be in it, whatever, then we wouldn't have a book, but we wouldn't be out anything. It would just be used to exist. I don't want that to happen. Um, I'm meeting with all the advertisers and distributors as, as the weeks move on. And right. just well, how, if I can, how far away like, from your next published date are you? Well, the next book would come out if things continue as normal in June. Okay. So we would need content and everything um, by mid to end of April, all right. confirmed. Okay. So yeah. June and then September. So like the June book might get fucked with a little bit, just given how long this all yeah. seems to take. Yeah, like we have we have a commitment to our advertisers that we distribute the books in front of people who are spending money on beer. If anything, like I know right now, some of our distribution points are not currently operating. Yeah, some tap rooms are small; they they don't want to do delivery or they don't have packaged product, whatever. Some restaurants, whatever. Um, so that might mean we need to shift distribution to more uh, like liquor store focus or more breweries that are just continuing to crank. Right. Um, and, it, and it's nothing new because we've shifted our distribution over the last three and a half years anyway. Right. When some people produce more, they get more books. Some people don't want to be a part of it anymore or they get less. Like we've, some places go out of business, right? Like yep. it's just the So there's the no nature. plan to pivot to another model to like even temporarily move to a more online version of things? I mean, if, if the marketplace absolutely dictates that, that, you know, Ultimately, people don't want to read the book because it's not being distributed or people don't want to advertise in it because advertisers don't have confidence in it or or don't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What about a um, – because I know like with the way you guys operate, like the books that you order are, are essentially bought, right? Like you don't yeah, print excess like, stock. Yeah, it's like 95% are – we know exactly where they're going. And then there is always a little extra. Like we did print I think like 300 extra – for the beer awards right and the brewers conference which didn't happen isn't happening right so yet yeah but even then not for those books yeah so what about um like a a a delivery model or a mail order model like is there any like with those extra books could you like hey if you want one of these send a self-addressed stamped envelope (laughs) with two dollars (laughs) too that's actually a great idea oh my god um I don't think it, that'd be funny. That'd be a cool test just to see if people still actually do that. Yeah. But um, no, I think we'll just sell them at like, I think right away we'll start moving them uh, just a few of those extras, like at, at basically pay for shipping. I right. think shipping on a book like 480 or something like that, just based on the weight and the size, whatever. So, yeah. and an envelope, we'd probably just say like, hey, pay five bucks. Yeah. Or five or six we'll bucks. We'll just give you books. Ship you one. Um, with a few of the extras that we got, which is fine. And then people can always subscribe. We just haven't promoted it as much because we want people to go to local businesses, support the businesses, and then get the books that way. Uh, but we do have a small subscription list where people get the books mailed. Okay. So that could 
be an adaptation. And you know, the public knows this a little bit. I've been hinting at it. Our campaign was supposed to start last week. I've had issues with formatting a video. But anyway, we do have our first um, digital advertiser, which is Alley Cat. Yes. Uh, those who will listen to the next, next podcast which will notice will... an ad in there, but I created the ad, which is kind of neat. Yeah. We're recording this on Tuesday, and that by the time they hear this, that podcast will be up. Nice. You Sweet. can find it at drinkthispod.com. <laughs> Screaming Dachshund Studios. Um, and I'm doing creative for them too. Like we, we filmed a little video, which is just silly, but it's like, you know, the, the, the moving from bottles to cans, we have a bunch of different images and videos and ideas that we're executing on, which is kind of neat. I'm like the, uh, like the madman thing. You sell the ads, but you also have the creative behind it. Yeah. Uh, without so all like the sexism and all that stuff, I'm I'm really enjoying the uh, <laughs> the nice. creation part. Working with a client and actually doing a campaign, it's not just like a post. You know, hey, go buy a beer. It's yeah. like we're creating shit together, and it's so much fun. <laughs> awesome, that's great to hear. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to diving into that Neil episode. Despite the fact that you like, I feel like sometimes you wander around wherever you are, and be like. Where's the worst place I can put this microphone right now? Where can I drive Slingsby the craziest? Hey, that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's like our shtick. It's like, yeah, exactly. Hey, man, I got this great podcast. You're like, hey, Andrew, you're an idiot. <laughs> hey, Andrew, put the fucking headphones on and record in the closet. <laughs> I don't want to. I know I don't. Oh, yeah. Um, the ad I did record, I had the blanket nice. over top because I've been at. I don't have my nice like studio setup, but I think I can recreate it. I'm going to steal a lot of pillows over here and build like a sandbag. Yeah, thing I the um, and just I wish I had just like a little bit more room in here, but I I might even like if if this goes on long enough, like you could you can see behind me that futon right there. Yeah. Um, I might start picking up that mattress and like putting it behind me to create a little bit of a buffer. Yeah. Um, I, just I, get I, just build build all the pillows behind your your mic. And... Well, what I'd really love to do is to get like one of those foldable room dividers that like French Ooh. women change behind, uh, yeah. and staple some camping foamies to it, which would make a portable, essentially a portable soundproofing space, right? Oh. Like, so that we could yeah. uh, we could have a little bit better quality when I when we record. But at this point, if we're producing content on the daily, sometimes it's going to sound a little weird. Hey man, at the end of the day, as long as it's listenable and the the content is quality, you know, I've listened to some janky ass podcasts oh, yeah. from Chuck, and I'm like, dude, like this audio is bad, but then you get used to it pretty quick, and then the content is great, and you forget about it. So yeah. hopefully, we'll just have to keep making great content. What did I say about <laughs> it? Like, oh yeah, when Andrew says listeners bear with us, what he means is me. He means he wants me to bear with him. Yes, producers. Um, <laughs> Although that Woden Brewing episode was good, that was uh, that was some some quality interview right there. Thanks, I, uh, um, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, that was actually the podcast I've recorded where I didn't know the person the most. You just you had just met him. I had talked to him like twice before, nice. like briefly, Sunri's thing and an intro through Adam, whatever. Yeah, but I really didn't know where to go with like the story and all that stuff. So it's neat. It's kind of yeah, cool it's fun, isn't it? Because yeah. So many Discover. people that I've interviewed on or that I've talked to on Drink This Pod, I met like as we sat down to push record, like within an hour yeah. of pushing record. And we will sometimes we'll talk for two hours. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, that was uh, that was an enjoyable one. And like I say, we've got one one more coming out for uh, with Neil, that features Neil from Alley Cat. Uh, 
I guess, former owner now? Yeah, he's an employee, technically. Technically an employee. Yeah, founder, founder and former owner. Founder and former owner, there you go. And then we've got another one in the can, too, don't we, for With Dog Island? Yeah, Ryan Huska came over and uh, what, a week or two weeks ago at a socially distance, distance acceptable space. We recorded a podcast when, uh, oh, that was on the 18th. Oh, my God. So- Right, and it's the 29th. Let me know what you think of that one. Let's just say it was recorded at noon the day after St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I don't think you've sent it to me yet, but send it on to me and I will... Uh, I will do that um, when I send you uh, the other pieces. Yeah, and you've today. got pictures for that one too? I believe so. Okay, send me whatever you got. If not, I'll just find a picture of Huska okay. and send it to you. Right. <laughs> Did you, so you know what Huska means, right? What does it mean? It's Ukrainian for goose. Oh, that's right. Because, like, when Kelsey met him, she's like, "Wait, your name is Huska?" And he, he's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "When we, when I, when Kelsey used to do Ukrainian dance, she's like, we used to play Kaska Kaska Ushka, which is Ukrainian duck duck goose." <laughs> <laughs> that guy's I a agree. gem, man. He fucking bailed me out of a jam the other day. I had like, I was doing a delivery up at Edmonton and the store I was delivering to is closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. And I always forget that they're closed on Monday and Tuesday. I was there on a Tuesday. I was like, motherfucker. So I reached out to the, the beer rep chat. I was like, can somebody help me? Like, I really need to drop these flats off, but I can't today. And bam, he was there for me. So Ryan Huska, gem of a man. Stand up goose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. And uh, will you will there will the podcast be continuing on? Will there be remote recordings happening? Yeah, I think that's what we need to do next. Um, like, if if this whole situation wasn't happening, I would have recorded with the new owners of Alley Cat already. Oh, is that um, right? It, um, a better time. So, I'm, just you, based on, sorry, finish it. What, oh, I was just say just based on the situation, how you know we could be like this for I don't know a month or two or three. Yeah. Um, I'll just need to set up some digital. Right. Have you met them yet? The yeah. new Alley Cat yeah. owners? What, yeah, uh, I had a good chat with one of them. Met the other one just pretty briefly. Yeah. But made a good impression. And good. they're, they're people. They're smart, smart people. They're, they're young. They're like excited. Like they were going to start their own brewery and then they reached out for advice and the conversation just kept going. And then they found out that, you know, Neil's kids didn't want to be involved in the business essentially so uh they started chatting and within a year they made a deal and closed it (laughs) i didn't know that it took a year to get that done i think it was inside of from like initial like hey neil you've had a brewery for a long time like that kind of process again i haven't done the podcast yet. i don't know all the we'll find out stay tuned watch this space (laughs) Watch that space, not this space. This space is my space. That space is his space. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What? So, uh, and we talked about it a little bit, but if you're, you work soldiers on, kind of that's what we've been talking about. Like, everybody I've talked to, are you employed? How is this affecting your work situation? And we've talked a little bit about how it's affecting your personal situation, but how are you, you you're also in a, in a fortunate position that you live in a, or you spend a lot of time in a house with two, with other people, right? Like, with Erica, with Mason, so you've got you've got some support around you, as it were. Yeah, it's it's you've got support, but you also need to respect um, space and time. 
to have your own space. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I think Mason's, or he might be making a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> but normally, like when he's got work to do, like he's in his office in the corner. Yeah. When I've got to do, whether it's um, work stuff or it's music stuff, I'll just set it up. I'll throw on my big headphones, put on my own music, and do my own thing. Um, Eric will have her time just quietly. You won't even notice her. She'll like be on a couch for an hour. And we're like, whoa, my God, how long have you been there? Um, but that's actually a really important thing that if you're with a bunch of other people to respect the space and the time that you have. Totally. It just keeps it sane. <laughs> yeah, Kelsey and I are uh, – so she just shifted from going into the office to working from home, and I'm – uh, I'm working for another week and then I'm laid off, but I'm also home till like, I don't start work till noon now. So it, it, yeah, it's been a, a figuring time trying to sort that out. And I, I'm, as you can see, I'm kind of holed up in the, uh, in the spare room here. So I've got, I've got a setup and I can kind of hide away if need be, but it's only been a couple of days. So we'll see how, how that powers through. Yeah. And it's just, you, I don't know, you respect that time and space, but that's why I think, you know, our cocktail hours, being really powerful too yeah that's a great idea now it's like there's it's not only something to look forward to but if you are doing work or a project there's like a motivation i think to get it done so you can enjoy you know Mm -hmm. well and it sets like I, i know a lot of people talk about like setting a routine and setting boundaries when you work from home and you're not used to that because it can get easy to either a not do anything or b not stop working and like i like the idea of okay it's five o'clock we're gonna have a we're gonna have some food we're gonna have some drink we're gonna socialize like we're gonna we're gonna be together right yeah so i have an interesting i think perspective on things now i have been working from quote unquote from home from forever like 24. Yeah. uh so i've been through both ways where i've really enjoyed what i do mm-hmm. which is now versus working for someone else and not loving it yeah and I think this whole situation we're in, if you still have a job, but you find yourself unmotivated and not like excited to do the work, that's probably a really good sign that <laughs> you should probably make a change in the future. I know right now times are uncertain. You, you know, if you've got to make your money, make your money. But if people are like finding it really hard to work from home, that's a bigger sign, I think, of like you really don't love what you do and you should be <laughs> pursuing something you know, outside of that, right. Or, or working on getting away from that. All right. All right. Um, what's well, the, the, the question I like to wrap these little short check-ins up with is, and maybe, maybe this is cocktail hour for you, but what's something that you didn't do before that you're doing now or something that you found that out of this whole thing that you're like, Oh, actually I like that I do this and I want to, I want to keep it going. I want, I want that to continue past the time of necessity. Um, I mean, yeah, the cocktail hour is obviously one of those things. I don't know if we would do that every day Yeah, moving the situation, but it is something nice to do if it were once totally. a week or whatever, because based on our schedules between the three of us, it can be a little hectic sometimes. So it's yeah. nice to like together have a dinner or do that. We have, <laughs> I think you'd appreciate this. I've created some games <laughs> and they're just stupid and they're fun. Um, you and Kelsey should try this. Let me know how it goes okay. if you do. Okay, you're going to make <laughs> two bowls with like little paper suggestions in each of them. Yeah. One of them is different drinks. Okay. Things that you have on hand or you enjoy. 
could be gin and soda, Negroni, IPA, stout, mm-hmm. a Lambic, whatever, whatever, right? Make like 10 or 12 different ones that you'd pull and you're like, oh, that's what we're drinking today or tonight right. or whatever. And the other bowl is a list of locations in your house. <laughs> Living room, kitchen, dining room, bedroom, uh, bathroom, yeah. <laughs> hallway if acceptable or patio or front yeah. steps or back. Do a list of that. And basically, you're going to go on a pub crawl in your own location. <laughs> nice. So you have like be, a glass like, of wine on the patio, a beer in the bathroom. Totally. But you're only pulling them as you do it. Nice. So the first one's like, like we just did one the other day, and it was gin and soda in the downstairs washroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's we crammed awesome. it. It's the tiniest bathroom, right? We crammed in there, and I had the gin. We poured up the drinks and had the limes, and someone else had the soda. And we... <laughs> Well, when I, I that, when, as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, this is like when we used to cram like six of us in a dormitory bathroom to smoke a bong and like hotbox the thing. There you do too. You could say like, you know, bong hits from the, yeah. you could add that into your list of drinks. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, thanks for jumping on with us today, man. I, uh, I'm glad you guys are well. I'm glad you guys are doing okay. Uh, stay safe and stay sane plug uh what what can what can you plug for people what what do you want them to know about i don't know just i want people to be happy like if this is an opportunity where people have you know no commute or less commute or or time on their hands because they don't have a job it's like use that opportunity to work on that hobby that you forgot about you know discover that new interest or that new business that you can build like yes times are go pet your dog Oh, foster dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dog, no, you're at home. You can foster dogs. That's what Erica's saying. Um, but no, it's, it's truly like it's it's the lens that you put on the situation. Yeah. It can be what would be life is hard or it can be like this could be a reset. This can be a new opportunity. Like some of the biggest businesses in the world, well, the greatest businesses in the world were founded during tough times. And it's like how do you adapt, right? Like the business you're in, you're like I'm being laid off, but – Maybe there's a whole new business in delivery and that becomes a thing, you know, legally after this, whatever, like legislatively. Totally. They yeah, there's going to be now. a lot of changes coming down for sure. Yeah. So it's like, what do you what do you want to create? What do you want to do? What brings you excitement and joy? Spend time on those things and the things that you're like, I hated this part of my old life. I hate it. Like, don't go back to that shit. Are, are you still doing the weekly beer news? Yes. It's become more of a... More of an update, the last two weeks it's been like the actual text itself. If you read through the report, it's like which businesses are are doing delivery, what are the hours, the terms, and all that kind of stuff. A few new people are putting out new beers. I used to always talk about events. Obviously, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> so it's more I, I read through a few things. Not that much will change from last week. It'll be more like have a beer with Andrew. Here's what's kind of going nice. on. Nice. Uh, but keep it in the, you know, positive light of like what's happening um versus just saying these people are closed and this person went like everyone can read the shitty news i don't want to be that person that brings the clouds in right yeah totally and that's <laughs> at, at ab beer guide on instagram yes at ab beer guide instagram twitter and at beer guide on tiktok oh you're on tiktok it's good man check it out it's fun i i i guess i got time now True. There's no excuses. It's fun. Most people think like the way that Snapchat's like, oh, Snapchat's just for sending dick pics. Like, yeah, 
Well, sure, you can do that, but that's not what the majority is of what's happening. Right. Um, people think TikTok is just like children dancing. Does that happen? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, but the more you, you just scroll through and like comment and like on things that you enjoy, it'll start to figure out what you enjoy. Just the way Instagram is, it'll totally. curate your feed search and all that stuff. Um, and it's just, it's so creative. It's so quick. The way that we'll have memes on the internet, they'll just riff on other people's videos and do collaborations. And it's oh. like the speed of things is crazy. I've learned about business and like some stock market stuff. There's fun skits and I like like beer related kind of alcohol things. So I've done a few stupid things like that. But uh, it's really neat. It's interesting. You got to get into it. It takes some time. Yeah. But once you figure it out, TikTok is huge. You've got 1.5 billion downloads. Of Holy it. shit. Well, that's we all got some time to learn a new social media platform now. So uh, we are not on TikTok yet, but maybe soon. Uh, but you can find us at Drink This Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, drinkthispod at gmail.com and drinkthispod.com, where you can catch new episodes of the Guidebook podcast, new 30 Years of Dough, these daily check ins, as well as our regular Drink This Pod episodes. Uh, so check us out over there for all your isolation needs. I'm psyched to release the, uh, the isolation pod we did with Paul and Paul. It's going to be, it's right. a weird one. <laughs> uh, Anytime you paul together it's weird right? yeah yeah exactly uh andrew thanks for jumping on with us uh stay safe be well live long and prosper uh and until next time we will uh drink my pleasure this has been a production of screaming ducks and studios bagel